Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Pastor said to me, his wife said there, at the time they said this to me, their daughters were grown and married, but said when their daughters were small, they just had two girls. One of them one night in a revival meeting received the baptism of the Holy Ghost or received the infilling of the Holy Ghost or was filled with the Spirit, either way you want to say it. And they said, uh, actually, others were praying around the altar and these little children were off by themselves. There's no adults over there with them. Holy Spirit just seemed to fall on them. This little girl, six years old, and in that day they didn't start school. She hadn't even started school yet. They didn't start school till they were seven, so she didn't start school till the next year. But six years old, she ran up to her mother holding her hand on her stomach and said, Mama, Mama, said that come right out of my belly. She was talking about the tongue, she said. That little girl was sharper in things of the Spirit than some full gospel pastors I know. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. You remember what Jesus said over in John's Gospel, the seventh chapter? The last day of the feast, he stood and cried and said, Whoever wants to thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For he that believeth on me out of his belly. King James said, out of his belly. Another translation said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers, not a river, rivers of living water. Out of his belly. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe upon him should receive, for as yet the Holy Ghost is not yet given, because Jesus is not yet glorified. Now, hold that in your mind and read what he says here in 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. Then when I speak with tongues... The Holy Ghost, of course, gives me the utterance, but I do the talking. We need to settle that. I do the talking. He gives the utterance. That's where he is, is down in here. It comes out of the inside of me. My spirit prayeth. Not my soul, my spirit. My understanding's unfruitful. My understanding's a part of my soul. My spirit prayeth. But my understanding is unfruitful. pastor said to me, his wife said there, at the time they said this to me, their daughters were grown and married, but said when their daughters were small, they just had two girls. One of them one night in a revival meeting received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, or received the infilling of the Holy Ghost, or was filled with the Spirit, either way you want to say it. And they said, uh, actually, others were praying around the altar, and these little children were off by themselves. There's no adults over there with them. Holy Spirit just seemed to fall on them. This little girl, six years old, and in that day they didn't start school. She hadn't even started school yet. They didn't start school till they were seven, so she didn't start school till the next year. But six years old, she ran up to her mother holding her hand on her stomach and said, Mama, Mama, said that come right out of my belly. <laughs> she was talking about the tongue, she said. That little girl was sharper in things of the Spirit than some full gospel pastors I know. <laughs> Amen. That came right out of my belly. That's what the Bible said, out of your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. See? Amen. 
out of your innermost being. That's, that's the spirit of man. Now, it's necessary for us to know the difference between soul and spirit and to locate the spirit because let's go back again now to see, to, so you can see that, that he is going to guide us through our spirits. Then the more conscious we are of our spirits, the more we know about our spirits, the more guidance we'll be able to receive. The less we know, the more soul conscious, the more body conscious we are, then we're going to miss this spirit part altogether. That's really so hard for people to get some things. They're living so, so in their bodies or living so in their, their soul realm. Now, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Our understanding is a part of our soul. Remember I said I went through the process of elimination. I knew that it was with my body I contacted the physical world. I knew that it was with my spirit that I contacted the spiritual world. Then that left one, only one other part of me that made any other contact or contacted any other world. Then I knew that it had to be with my soul I contact the intellectual world. Then that helped me to see. As I wrote that on the piece of paper, then I could understand. Now, Paul said, my understanding is unfruitful. I didn't pray when I prayed with, with tongues. I didn't pray out of my soul. I didn't pray out of my intellect or my mind. That wasn't my soul praying. If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth then it ought to be comparatively easy for we who are spirit-filled to locate the spirit, my spirit prayer, then that's our spirits where those tongues come from down there on the inside of us. Praise God, they don't come out of our head, we know that. Amen. We speak them out physically, all right, but they didn't come in out of the physical senses. Is because we yielded our tongues to our own spirits. And the Holy Spirit in our spirit gave us utterance. Now then, Let's go back to this expression then. Here in Proverbs 20, 27. Let's go back and look at that expression again. In the light of all I've said, I think it'll take on new meaning to us. Now notice that. The spirit of man... Remember now, hold your mind. Paul said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now there's that word belly again. There in John's gospel, the seventh chapter that we've already quoted, the 37th through the 39th verse, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus is not yet glorified. Now as a result of receiving the Holy Spirit, or being filled with the Holy Spirit, out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water. Another translation reads, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. 
Again, let me remind you, I want to go over the ground carefully. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. I'm going to read the Amplified Translation. This time I read the King James. I referred to the Amplified momentarily there. But the, King, the Amplified Translation reads, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays. When you pray in tongues, it comes out of your innermost being, out of your belly, or your innermost being, or out of your spirit. That's where it comes from. And because you've received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who resides in your spirit is giving your spirit the utterance and you're speaking it out. Therefore, when we read, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly, we see that the spirit of man is our innermost being or the real man. Now you can understand something else and see it more clearly. All the leadings that I've ever gotten have come out of my spirit. And most of them have come when I was praying in other tongues. You could understand why. Because you see, your spirit's active. Little side thought. One reason that we fail so miserably in the church world as a whole, we've done so much of just one kind of praying, praying with our understandings, mental prayers. We've endeavored to fight spiritual battles with mental abilities instead of praying out of our spirits. Instead of praying out of our spirits. I've found out this through these many, many years. In every crisis of life, in every crisis of life I've learned to look to my spirit inside me I've learned to pray in other tongues and while I'm praying in other tongues there comes guidance up from the inside of me because see my spirit's active my body's not active my mind's not active my spirit's active and it's through my spirit that he's going to guide me and sometimes while I'm praying in tongues, I don't know a word is said in English, sometimes I'll interpret it and through the interpretation I'll get some light and some guidance. But most of the time, not so, just once in a while. But many times, just while I'm praying in tongues, from somewhere way down in here, it'll just come up. It's difficult to explain spiritual things in natural ways. But it'll just rise up in me. It's just like you can sense something rising up in you and it begins to take shape and form. And you couldn't tell anybody mentally how you knew it to save your life because you understand don't have anything to do with it, but you know exactly on the inside of you. It's, it, it's such an encouragement because, see, you know if you do face another crisis, you know where your help comes from. You know how to get it. Are you listening to me? Now, now, every time in my own life, since I was healed and since I was born again, since I'd become a new creature and then filled with the Holy Ghost, if sickness came my way, and we oughtn't to take these things lightly, friends. If, if sickness came my way, and, and several times, to be exact about it, three different times in these 
since I was healed, 1934, three different times deaths actually come and fast itself upon my body. I won't have time to go into detail in all of them, but I remember I left my last church, went out on the field, field ministry, 1949. Well, you set out to obey God. Don't think it's strange that every devil of hell will be turned loose on you. Because if the devil can keep you out of the will and the plan of God, then he's thwarted to some extent God's will for you and God's plan that would bless others, particularly if you're in the ministry, you see. And I'll be honest with you, in seven-month period, or a few-month period, a five-month period, I fought more devils and more demons and more evil spirits than I had in 15 years of ministry put together times three. Multiplied by three. It seemed like all of them dogged my tracks. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. The book, Where is God in My Storm? by Ken Hagan and the CD series, How to Live Worry-Free, also by Ken Hagan. Both are just $19.95. Call now and get this offer at this special price. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. It's not too early to start talking about May 4th through 7th. That's right. We're going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So get ready for that. If you're in that area, come and see yes. us there at Summit Church. All right. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, how you can be led by the Spirit of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.